0: Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we delve into the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt, uh, Life Auditor Heron. I'm Automatic Jeff.
1: I'm Louisa in a slime tank.
0: Yeah, you're supposed to do a nickname, Louisa. <laughs> ah, uh, get her. Uh, I told it myself.
1: It's too hot just... to be outside of the slime tank this time of year, though. So, am I
0: right? Yeah. But the, no, the best no, thing you're about right. the heat the best thing about the heat is that you feel like you're in a slime tank even when you're not.
2: <laughs> Listen, if you can if you can't handle the heat, get out of the slime tank. That's what I say. <laughs>
0: That's what
1: your our, hacker T-shirt says.
0: <laughs> you guys forget that the human body is perfectly evolved to carry our slime tank with us.
1: Mm, that's true. that's we what generate the end- sl- endotherm g- is, right?
0: Yep, we generate a slime tank around us wherever we go.
1: Yep,
0: I mean that's not untrue. Guess. If you just if you just planted yourself in one spot for long enough, eventually you would be a slime tank. <sighs>
1: That's true Mm. of a lot of things, though, like a chunk of cheese, for instance.
0: (laughs) I mean, if if you, as I do, like imagine yourself as your skeleton, Uh then then you're Uh. already then you're already in a slime tank (laughs) all the time.
1: There there are philosophical schools that say that you are your physical form. There are ones that say that you are the soul inside. But I've never heard one that says you're just the skeleton. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're just the 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 skeleton. Makes
0: sense to me.
2: The entire race of life is you trying to escape from the flesh that has imprisoned you.
0: Yeah, and that's a great one because that means that you'll inevitably win no matter what you do. Exactly. Yes, that's true.
2: <laughs> Only <laughs> that's once a- you die and rot are you truly free.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the ultimate freedom. <laughs> I it mean, really no skin my my new f- school of philosophy really uh, takes the pressure off of leading a meaningful life. Mm, okay. it,
2: it adds pressure onto the bones that are your body, though.
0: Well, that's mm. true, but, I mean, they are already doing a lot of the work.
2: Mm, yeah, damn the rest of my body.
0: I know it's. It, otherwise, it's just slime. If you didn't have bones, it's just slime.
2: Yep, it's slime all the way down. That's what mm-hmm. I've always said.
0: Yeah. So I guess that's so. True. I guess should we. we oh, should we have saved this discussion for our Halloween episode?
1: <laughs> 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 we will talk about it then, and every week in between, also. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Was it last week that we kept on being spooky accidentally? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about a summer Halloween. Yeah. Halloween in
0: July. Okay, well let's keep it up then. You're a skeleton.
1: Yep.
2: Oh, no. A friend no. on
1: social media proposed that the 31st of every month should be Halloween, and I do like that idea. But, what would that be? Six Halloweens a year? Seven? Mm, no, I can't count on the spot.
2: Well, let's see, 30 <laughs> days has September. No, I wasn't gonna do that! April, that, June, w- that one
0: only tells you which ones have 30 days, because it ends with all the other ones. So. Uh, all the
2: rest have 31 except February, so that's yeah. seven yeah. months. Seven Halloweens.
1: That'd be pretty good. I can get behind that.
0: Jeff, I want you to title your autobiography Seven Halloweens. Mm. And for
1: the summer Halloween, here's what you do, right? I've already come up with this great idea. Okay. You carve get a- a watermelon first. Yeah, that could be like a ghost or something. Is that what you're saying? What? Make- no,
0: car- carve a watermelon, like instead of a pumpkin.
1: Oh, I thought you meant just to make it look like a ghost. Okay. <laughs> What? Yeah, carve Why a not?
0: ghost into the side of a watermelon.
1: You'd want to carve a cantaloupe if you wanted to be a ghost, though, really, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, listen. I get the thing. idea. The idea that we went from me saying, carve a large round fruit, and your first thought wasn't, oh, like a pumpkin. Here's the but problem. instead, to make ghost decorations. People already <laughs> do
1: carve watermelons to look like whales or fruit baskets or shit for picnics. Exactly. Yes. So we're, we're already halfway it. there. Yeah, but that's why I got confused. Anyway, okay. you take a hot dog and you carve some little lines in it like a knuckle. So when it cooks, they like real plump. Mm. They get real plump. And then you put a little potato chip at the end, like it's a fingernail, and then it's like a finger on a bun. Yep. And put a put a piece of
0: masking tape over your ketchup bottle where it says ketchup and write blood.
1: Yeah, we've got this Ooh. all figured out already. This is a great idea.
0: <laughs> you have to make yeah. your own fun these days. Yeah, that's true. And your own blood. <laughs>
1: You freeze plain water, but you put two raisins in the bottom of the uh, container. So when it freezes into a popsicle, it looks like a ghost. <laughs> okay, I thought they. Everyone I thought loves the... my raisin water popsicles. At least make it a white liquid. <laughs> if it's clear, that's nothing. All right, Mountain Dew Frost or whatever the fuck that was.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I thought the spooky thing was going to be that there were two little rat turds in the bottom of your water. <laughs>
0: I thought that the the spooky thing was going to be that your popsicle looks like just a raisin floating in air. Mm, That is spooky.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like I'm carrying
0: a magic wand and it's making this raisin levitate. (laughs) That's all it does, though.
1: (laughs) That's all you need in the summertime? I mean, listen,
0: if somebody invented a magic wand that could levitate raisins, it would be the most magical thing any of us has ever seen. That's true.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: (laughs) Uh. Matt, what'd you do this week? Uh, so, as many people did this week, I watched, on Disney+, Plus the, uh, Hamilton Uh, movie video uh that they put out. Have either of you guys watched or listened to the soundtrack of Hamilton previously? Oh,
1: absolutely not.
2: I listened to Hamilton once.
0: Okay, so here's the thing. Um, if you guys, the audience I mean, don't want to feel forced to send me angry messages on Macedon, you should probably skip ahead now. Because here's what I'm going to say. Hamilton sucks, you guys. Oh my it's god, thank really god.
2: <laughs> yeah, Hamilton sucks ass. I've always hated it.
3: Yeah,
2: It's so corny. It's epic rap battles of history, except every single character is a slave-owning uh, aristocrat. <laughs>
0: here's the thing oh, God. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about it just to, to say first of all I want to say. It's not the worst musical I've ever seen. Mm. And some of the songs are catchy, and that's fine. It's well made. It's just morally reprehensible. It's and not it's well anti art. Yeah, Hold no, on. Really well <laughs> Hold on. Because here's the thing I, I had never listened to it, I had never like, read anything about it. I just knew that it was super popular, and I knew that Lin Manuel Miranda did it. That was all I knew going in because I was like, I'm just going to give this a shot. I'm going to try to be open minded. Do you guys know that there's no set? Yes.
2: It's just sort of like decorations to evoke set.
0: And the costuming is, like, sub-high school level. Like, (laughs) everything is made out of, like, that shiny chemise fabric that you could get super cheap, and so they always made costumes in high school out of it. Yeah. And every single... First of all, this is something that I didn't know, and as soon as I realized it about the musical, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through this. Did you know that it's all sung? There's no dialogue at all? Yeah, I knew that.
1: Isn't that technically an opera, then? No one refers to it as an opera, though.
0: Yeah, I don't know know the rules of that. The
2: the term for musicals is usually sung through. I don't know what makes something an opera versus a musical that is sung through.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So, because of that, every song is like, I'm going to go... Go into super detail about this one conversation that happened between me and George Washington or whatever dumb shit. Mm -hmm. And then, after the song is over, there's one, like, vocalized as a song, but with no real tune behind it, an extra coming on and being like, and then 30 years passed, and a bunch of battles happened, and then another 15-minute-long song about another conversation between him and Thomas Jefferson. Like, you guys didn't do any plot in your, in your thing. You didn't tell any story. You just did extremely drawn-out discussions of one conversation. Yes. It's wild. It is wild to me how little happens in this- like, it's somehow- the pacing is such that it's trying to tell every single moment of this man's life, all in a three-hour musical, and- and yet- It skips over all of the important stuff.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing, though. You have to skip over a lot of any of the Founding Fathers' lives if you want to make it palatable to a modern (laughs) audience and be on their side.
0: Yeah, that's the uh, that's another problem I had with it is that I cannot believe how much this musical sucks Alexander Hamilton's dick, like and, like to holy the holy shit
2: to the point where they make fun of John Adams, who might have been the only like vaguely morally acceptable
0: founding father. <laughs> There is there is literally a song where his wife is sitting next to him, and she's like, Hi, I know that you are the most exceptional mind that has ever lived, and so all I'm going to do to dedicate my life is to, like, take care of you so that you can unleash your brilliance on the world. And I'm barely hyperbolizing what she says. Like, what the fuck, guys?
1: He was... Well, he I know wasn't that, that Superman—that was probably important, quote unquote important—to include because she's the only reason we know who he is. Because after yes. his death, she like made it a campaign to have people know about him.
0: Yeah, and in interviews, apparently, Lynn Manuel Miranda has said that she is the real hero of the musical. But yeah. hey, Lynn, you forgot to write it that way. <laughs> Because the whole musical ends with like one minute of her being like, after he died, I did this and this and this and this and this, and it was great, bye. And it's like, yeah. you can't do that. You wow. can't make it that yeah. she's the hero in only the last minute. <laughs> he Dumbledore
1: was gay the whole time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: He couldn't cast himself as as Alexander Hamilton's <laughs> That's wife, so of course.
0: Yeah. Watching this thing, you realize how much... Better than Lin Manuel Miranda, everyone else in this musical is at performing. Yeah, <laughs> you watch it and you're like, "Holy shit!" It's like watching like uh, a professional rap battle or battle against it, like a middle schooler. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's so
2: strange because I genuinely enjoyed In the Heights, and I think that that comes down to that was his previous musical. If anyone doesn't know. Um, and I think that my enjoyment of that versus my hatred of Hamilton comes down to the fact that it makes sense for a bunch of marginalized people of color living in New York City to be expressing things about their culture and lives using hip hop music. And it doesn't make literally any sense for the founding fathers to do that.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing. It could be, it could be smart if you did it that way as a way to call attention to the idea like, hey, the issues that the Founding Fathers were dealing with then are similar to the issues that people are dealing with in our country now of feeling oppressed and underrepresented by their government like, it could be a clever idea to have it be people of color singing these songs in the style of rap and R&B and stuff like that to be like, look at the parallels we're drawing between then and now except they don't Yeah, (laughs) they don't do it
2: (laughs) They're just like, "Mm, we're not going to talk about slavery. Forget about that. It's not a big
0: deal. Yeah. Like, there's one line where Lin-Manuel Miranda is like, we know who really sows the crops in the South, and that's it (laughs) for slavery. Yeah. That's it. What? You can't. I don't know how you can have
2: a play where Thomas Jefferson is played by a black man and you don't do anything with that.
0: Yes, I feel, it's
1: wild. I feel like uh, this is peak neoliberal because the idea yes. of writing a, a play and being like, and guess what, George Washington, I'm going to insist that he is always played by a black man. Can you believe it? Time to sit back and cross my arms. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a lot of folks have been like, because this just came out on Disney Plus, it's been a uh, it's Nightmare? Been, like, brought up on in <laughs> no. social, in media again, yeah, it has and I've seen a lot of people talking about like, when this first came out during the Obama era, it was a lot less tone deaf than it is now yeah. <laughs> because when you watch it now, you're like wow, like, huh you guys really have a lot of reverence for the institutions of the United States and like the big victory of it is Alexander Hamilton being like, you can move this, the capital of the country to, uh, you know, the Potomac because we all, I know that the real power rests in the banks. And like, that's supposed to be something that we're like, yeah, instead of like, <laughs> hey, that's fucked actually that you think that way, you asshole. <laughs> oh man. So, the last thing I want to say that is bad about Hamilton is the fact that I was genuinely shocked to watch this. None of the characters ever speak to each other. Like, (laughs) almost never. All they do is stand and announce their feelings in song directly to the audience. It's (sighs) insane. I hate that. It's... Like, the very first song is him, well, the very first song is them summing up the first 19 years of his life in one song, which is also very crazy, Yeah. but the second song is him coming in and meeting all of his revolutionary buddies, and they literally do a thing where they're like, hi, my name is, like, Hercules Mulligan, and here's what I did for the Civil, for the Revolutionary War. Hi, my name is Lafayette, and here's what I did, and it's like, are you kidding me? Is this, like... A joke? Are you doing a Mickey Mouse Club joke? And they're not! (laughs) <laughs> and that's the whole rest of the musical is just people walking forward looking directly at the audience and being like, "Here's what I feel right now."
1: Yeah, that's something that really drives me crazy with musicals and I can never do the uh, suspension of disbelief. The acting is so bad.
0: The acting yeah. I actually think is extremely good in this. Yeah. Like I watched it and I was like, "These performers are doing great, but they are given so little to work with and like the whole show don't <clears throat> tell thing is so abandoned immediately in this that it's hard to tell if they are like making mistakes or if it's just that they have no way of acting because they never interact with
1: one another. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I'm kind of surprised hearing you describe it now, how l- not having seen it at all, having only heard one song from it, I'm surprised at how much of what you said didn't surprise me just now.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess another thing was I had only heard good things about it except from Jeff. Uh-huh. Um, and so I was like, well, there's got to be a lot of stuff that's good about it. So many people like it. And then I watched it and I was like, what is going on? Am I an <laughs> insane person? And I looked it up and actually critics hated it. <laughs> Only people liked it. But everyone whose job it is to understand how theater works was like, this is amateurish garbage. Yeah, <laughs> so And like...
2: If, if it being amateurish garbage was the point of it, which it isn't, then it could have been interesting, but it wasn't. So it wasn't.
0: Ultimately, at the end of it, Jen and I were sitting there and we were talking about it and about how neither of us really liked it very much. And we were like, what is the, what was the point? Of this yeah <laughs> like was the there a was there were we supposed to take away some kind of message? okay, I have to get into this I know I've been talking about it a long time I'll promise <laughs> I'll hand it off after this so the whole the whole musical is like such a murky miasma of things bleeding into other things and like every song has at least one line reprising every previous song in the musical which is so fucking annoying and such <laughs> embarrassing theater kid bullshit. <laughs> Bye! They do a pretty okay job of continually hammering the themes that Alexander Hamilton's like y- you know uh character arc is summed up in one line with I'm not throwing away my shot. That's like mm-hmm. the thing he says all the time. And Aaron Burr's whole shit is summed up by his song where he says uh I'm willing to wait for it. So mm-hmm. th- we're set up with these two characters. The idea is Alexander Hamilton is this man of action and Aaron Burr is this man who is like willing to wait and like bide his time to find the perfect moment Uh the whole musical obviously ends with the the duel between alexander hamilton and aaron burr and i know enough about history to know that what happened there was alexander hamilton turned around and shot into the air and aaron burr turned around and shot him in the chest so here's me a person who understands theater watching this and being like oh they're setting up to do a very clever thing where in that duel they're going to switch and he's going to and Alexander Hamilton is going to say I am throwing away my shot or I'm going to wait for him to see what he does Mm. and Aaron Burr's going to be the one who's like I'm not going to throw away my shot I'm not going to wait for it I'm going to do this so like there's going to be this cool reversal of their themes for this one moment, they're gonna sing, like, a duet with one another, with their two themes reiterated, and then they're gonna swap in the moment of the shot, and it's gonna be this great catharsis in the theater. And they didn't do it! (laughs) It didn't happen! (laughs) Did they sing together at all? Not really. It's like it's like this weird, the chorus is singing during that part, and, like, I was just like, you... (laughs) You understood it enough to set it up really well, and you didn't do it! That drives me nuts. I could not believe it. I couldn't believe it! (laughs) I'm just like, I don't know. I watched this thing, and I sat down, and I was like, Could I have written this better? (laughs) (laughs) Time to write a musical. What are you doing with your time? (laughs) I don't think that I could write, like, the music better, and I do think that the lyrics are very well constructed, and obviously I don't think I could write rap or hip-hop at all, but, like, plot-wise, I think I might have been able to do a better job. (laughs) Like, focus on one thing. Have a message to say about Alexander Hamilton, and then it'll be easy for you to make emotional beats happen and give us a catharsis at the end. What are you doing?
2: yeah Yeah. i when i when i mentioned it being well made i was referring to the fact that like the music is competent and the performers do a good job yes um but like i think for most people in an audience that's enough because most people didn't see it they just listened to it and then they listened to it before they saw it so when they went to see it they were just seeing a concert of an album they liked
0: yeah, I was I was thinking about that as I was watching it too. Like, I think if I had been in the theater watching this, I would have been fooled by how like rapidly everything is happening <laughs> to not really <laughs> notice what was going on. Yeah. But because I was sitting in my living room and I could pause it after songs sometimes and be like, "Wait, what was that even about?" <laughs> like, it really kind of falls apart under any level of scrutiny, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. yeah that oh makes
3: well. Sense.
0: Anyway, uh, if you want to tell me how wrong I am, you can find me on Mastodon at MattHeron at Mastodon.online, and feel free to do so. I'm willing to admit that this is only one man's opinion, Uh, it's just that my opinion is right. It's
2: my opinion too, but don't talk to me about it. (laughs)
0: Uh, Okay, so Louisa, what did you do this week?
1: Uh, Well, following up from last week... This week I watched Young Guns 2.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Okay, great. Have either of you seen this movie? Of
2: course not.
1: Okay.
0: Considering neither of us had seen Young Guns 1 a week ago, it seemed like it would be wild for us to say yes right now.
1: Mm, I don't remember if you said you hadn't seen Young Guns 2. You thought it was crazy to see 2 without seeing 1, but I don't think it makes a difference.
0: <laughs> right, well, They have barely I guess-
1: to do with each other.
0: I guess for a sequel to to require you seeing the first movie it has to have some kind of competent storytelling going on.
1: Yes, which it does not. Okay. Ah <laughs> uh... It's much bigger in scope, I guess, than the first movie. It's sort of the same movie. It's hard to remember I hear what there's only
0: four <laughs> young guns in the second one. That seems like a smaller scope.
1: Wait, no, hold on. I think there's more than that. There's Emilio Estevez. He comes back. Lou Diamond Phillips comes back. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland. But then we've also got... Kristen Slater has joined the group. Yep, that's four. We've got uh, William Peterson of CSI fame is there. He wasn't in the first one, though, was he? No, but neither was Christian Slater. I thought you were just saying uh, that there are more guns. I'm just looking at the poster for Young
0: Guns 2, and there are four names on it: Esteves, oh. Sutherland, Phillips, and Slater. That's it.
1: Okay, that's not what I've seen. Alan Ruck is usually on the poster as well. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned this on social media uh, at the time, but. <laughs> Is he supposed to be cool? No. <laughs> I said on social media, if this is an anime, he would be the uh soldier, quote-unquote soldier, with the uh, pot on his head. <laughs> He's <was laughs> yeah. absolutely that guy. He's a farmer, and land barons stole his farm, so he joined the young guns.
0: Oh. Yeah. Is he likable? That sounds like a likable character in this otherwise extremely unlikable cast.
1: He has no personality or character payoff or anything. So,
0: there's that. Mm-hmm.
1: Although um, he is on the poster.
2: Does he have a really high luck stat so by the end of the movie he's just killing people in one shot?
0: I get your joke, Jeff.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: all you need. Uh, he does kill somebody with a shotgun when it's unexpected that he might be the one to fire the gun. So, there's Yeah. That- Get him.
0: <laughs> yep. um, Maybe they- this is the inspiration for all those Fire <laughs> Emblem characters. <Yeah. laughs>
1: the point of the first movie was that these young men were being betrayed by a corrupt government in a lawless place. And they had no one to turn to, so they kind of did all these things like a vigilante group almost. Yep. In the second movie, suddenly, I guess because they decided they needed to have more story, um, they know all these people all of a sudden. Like, a voiceover will be like, So we decided to go visit this cattle baron, see if he would give us some money. Like, mm, you didn't know him in the first movie. <laughs> because that really, really would have helped you if you could have gone talk to him. Uh, so... Okay, they so know him is this Dello more like a because that's fun, I guess you know.
0: So is this more like a Incredible Hulk or Littlest Hobo situation of them like, well, it's time for us to travel down the road to help the next family or whatever.
1: No, in the first movie, <clears throat> they make a lot of allusions to Robin Hood, but he doesn't actually help anyone. That should be very clear <laughs> to anyone who's <laughs> going into watching these movies. At no point does he help anyone.
0: Is there a hero in this? Is there a person you root for?
1: I think you're supposed to root for Billy the kid?
0: what, well, but what about him makes you want to root for him?
1: Um people want to kill him, but he keeps escaping. Yeah. so there's that okay. I mean that ex- <laughs> that
0: explains why he needs people to root for him. <laughs> I don't know that that explains why I would.
1: yeah, exactly. I also cannot explain why you
2: would want to do that. he's he's a scrappy underdog.
0: Viggo Mortensen's
1: mustache in this movie is crazy. Yeah, he looks ridiculous. (laughs) He plays a guy who helps the guy who's going to kill them. I mentioned this before after having seen the first movie, because there's a song on the soundtrack that tipped me off to this in the second movie. But in the first movie, there is a character named Pat Garrett, who was a real historical figure who really did capture and kill Billy the Kid. So he's Mm -hmm. in the first movie. Billy the Kid's like 20. This guy's like 45- around there, and he's just mentioned briefly, and then he goes away, and then the uh, scrawl at the end of the movie lets you know that he came back, he found Billy the Kid, he killed him. So they wanted to pretend that they hadn't done that in the second movie. They don't address this one bit, but a new character named Pat Garrett is the same age as Billy the Kid, and they grew up together, and they were best friends, and now he's the guy who's been paid to hunt Billy the Kid down, because I guess they (sighs) thought that would make good drama. Huh.
0: (laughs) Huh. I don't even think I followed what you just said, but that's fine. <laughs> Isn't Billy the Kid alive af- long after
2: his death in these movies anyway?
1: Yes, which really baffled me, watching the movie. Uh, he meets Bradley Whitford in the 1950s, uh, who and he says he wants to tell his story. Bradley Whitford doesn't believe him, and that's the framework of the movie. Wait, wait, wait,
2: wait. Yeah, yeah. who lives, who dies, who tells your story, am I right?
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that's from. <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> Um, <laughs> wait, so you're telling me that they decided they needed a framing device for this and the framing device is Billy the Kid actually didn't die?
1: Yeah, this is based on, um, you know true how, story. yeah, you know how when a circle figure dies, someone later comes along like, no, I'm actually, you know, Anastasia. Anastasia, Yeah. Yep. Uh, someone in. I think this is. Not, I say the fifties. I think it was the late forties. Someone came forward and said, "No, I like a ninety-year-old man. No, I was Billy the Kid, and I did get away. No,
0: I'm Spartacus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but guys, seriously, I am. <laughs> that would be weird sure. if Spartacus
2: lived until the nineteen forties.
1: <laughs> well, mm, he was I've extre- seen the documentary he, Spartacus, so he was
0: in extremely good shape in those movies. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh,
2: and uh, what's his face? Kurt. Douglas Kirk Douglas, uh, he lived to be pretty old.
1: That's true. Yeah, sure did. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh boy, so, I
2: really yeah. almost forgot Kirk Douglas's name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this movie is very bad. Um, it's hard to remember all the story beats because stuff just happens for a while, and they all die, except Billy the Kid, I guess. Yeah, the movie once it. To, wants you to believe that you don't know for sure if this old guy is Billy the Kid or not, but it is clearly Emilio Estevez in old age makeup. That's
0: so. <laughs> good. That's good.
1: And because he's telling the story to Bradley Whitford, he's doing the voiceover. So mm-hmm. <laughs> in the movie, every 10 minutes or so, you get a little more exposition from Emilio Estevez doing an old guy voice. <laughs> just the fucking pits. Like real
0: quavery. <laughs> uh, I was the I was the youngest girl of all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of it, does he walk away from Bradley Whitford and turn back and he's got his young face instead? <laughs>
1: that would be great. If this was a music video, just, that would disappear. definitely
0: have happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the at the end of it he gives the Captain America shield to Bradley Whitford. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Uh, And then he's like, and Bradley Whitford's like, what's this? And he's like, I killed Captain America and took this shield. (laughs) Uh,
1: So, everything's terrible. All the characters who come back, they have totally different motivations than they did the first time around. Uh, Yeah, everything's garbage. Uh, Christian Slater takes the place of Dirty Steve as the guy who is just viciously racist to Lou Diamond Phillips constantly, for no reason. And that's his entire personality.
0: So... I feel like I need to be our audience's surrogate for a second, just so that I can do this. Why? Why did you do this to yourself, Louisa? You didn't have to. No one asked you to.
1: I wanted to know, and because I like that album so much, I wanted to see why (laughs) these things came together. Yeah,
0: no, I think think that she's right. Did you gain a deeper appreciation for the works of Mr. Bon Jovi?
1: (laughs) I did. He writes a far more emotionally compelling story through his album. It's a concept album, so all the songs are about this movie. Than the movie did, writing a movie. Mm,
0: Okay. You could have just listened to that. I did, again, again, afterwards. (laughs) And And during, (laughs) and before.
1: So this movie, this uh, album is called Blaze of Glory, and the subtitle is Inspired by the Events of the Movie of Young Guns 2 and you're like that's odd not soundtrack no not soundtrack because if you watch the movie there's one song and it is Blaze of Glory and it plays over the credits there is no other music from this album in the movie
0: hmm.
1: even though every song is meant to be a part of the
0: movie I don't at what At what point do they develop their theory of the development of the sense of self amongst children? What
1: are we talking about now?
0: Young, like... Boo! Young? young Young-ian psychology?
1: (laughs) That's the touchstone? That is no good. (laughs) I was trying to come up with a joke to make. (laughs) Okay, well, it was a good effort. (laughs) I I guess I can't
2: technically blame you.
1: (laughs) I don't know what else to say. This movie looks so bad. Yeah, it does. Uh, I also watched it, the only way I could watch it was available for free on demand from AMC, and AMC bleeps out words like God and damn, but it does Mm -hmm. not bleep out, or in any way censor, topless women, so (laughs) you see some topless women in this movie.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, very odd. Um, I don't recommend this movie. I guess instead I would recommend Dances with Wolves, which is the same kind of not very good look at the Old West, but is do slightly you, better.
0: Do you instead recommend eating some psychedelic mushrooms and then just listening to the Bon John, John Bon Jovi soundtrack and no. like imagine, Bon John Jovi? <laughs> yeah, Bon Bon Jovi. Uh, <laughs> and, and then like imagining your own movie.
1: Yeah, that sounds great. There's also a peyote <laughs> scene in the first movie. If you want to watch that, it is no good. Hmm. So. I bet if
0: you just listened to the the Blaze of Glory album while you slept or, like, pressed on your eyeballs really hard while you were listening to it, you could make a good movie happen.
1: Mm, I encourage everyone to listen to that album, though. I yeah, do. press
0: on your eyeballs really hard.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll see amazing colors. Yeah. Uh, so, Jeff, what did you do this week?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Um, this week I did a lot of volunteering i didn't like consume much media but i've been helping out the mutual aid network in the neighborhood that's good um yeah it's good but it doesn't give me a lot to talk about on the podcast Mm -hmm. (laughs) unfortunately um i've dipped back into dead cells a little bit that's been pretty fun um i caught up on the besties have you guys been listening to that podcast
0: i haven't listened to the most recent episode i think i listened to when they did their like flashback to 2007 or whatever year it was
2: yeah that was the one i liked that um i listened to their full spoiler podcast on the last of us 2 Mm. uh, which did you ever play
0: those games jeff i got like halfway through the first one it's pretty boring it's on Game Pass, and I booted it up, and then was like, mm, "This is going to be a whole thing, so I'm going to wait until I'm done the games I'm currently playing." But like, wait, how is it on
2: Game Pass? It's a PlayStation exclusive, isn't it?
0: Uh Okay, then it's on Play PS now. I don't whatever the thing. The, oh, you the, have
2: the PlayStation one also? Okay.
0: Yeah, it was a year for fourteen dollars on Amazon a couple weeks ago, so I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Uh,
2: okay, cool. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I played the. Last of Us, like, half of it, and then got to a part that was really hard and was like, nah, you know what, I get it. Uh, so I
0: stopped. (laughs) I get it, fungus or whatever. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's like, the stealth action parts are really cool, uh, Mm. all the cutscenes are too long, um, and the parts where you're just kind of, like, doing very light puzzle solving suck ass and I hate them.
0: Mm. So... Uh, uh, and, and do you I... think you'll try the the second one? A lot of people seem to have mixed feelings about it.
2: Uh I probably won't, because I know all the story beats and it just sounds like it's uh really upsetting and bad to play. Mm. Um I think that there's an interesting trend in games where it's like it's there's prestige games now, and they don't reach the storytelling prowess of prestige movies and TV shows. And I don't think that they should be trying to, but they still are trying to. Yeah, they
0: are. Yeah, it is weird how the, like, AAA title gold standard seems to be, like, being a playable movie, even though those are objectively the least fun video games.
2: Yeah, it's like, I I think that storytelling should be not be like storytelling in the way that we have it in movies and tv shows where you are literally being told a story is not what video games excel at the thing that they excel at is allowing you as the player to craft a story through play
3: yeah
0: or even just discover a story like yeah that's more fun than telling you the story is putting you in a world and being like here figure out what happened like That's, those are some of the best story games out there. I mean, that's why, like, Bioshock was so good, and, um. Even further than
2: Bioshock, that's the reason why people will play 400 hours of Dark Souls. Yeah. Is because, like, the world doesn't tell you any story. You, one, create stories through play that, like, are meaningful to you. Like the way that you defeat a boss is a story that you have created and also create like discover stories about the world, uh, that enhance your experience. And like, that's why it's weird because the same gamers who click into Dark Souls and are like, I'm going to get every from software game and play each of them for hundreds of hours because I love them will also be like The Last of Us Part 2 is the pinnacle of art and it's the greatest thing ever like no it's just a movie and you have to push X sometimes to make the
1: scenes go yeah i think that's a big problem in any type of media that it tries to emulate a popular other type of media where each thing should be its own thing. Like even TV and movies, which are very similar. I want a movie to be a fully contained story with all the beats to it. So it feels like, yes, this is how it. the end should be happening when the credits are rolling. But then TV, I want that to continue on. I want that to tell a very long story with lots of characters, probably.
0: Yeah, I just watched the um, Infinite Crisis miniseries that they did on like, The Flash and Arrow and mm-hmm. Legends of Tomorrow and all that. Did you guys watch that? No, not oh, yet. No, I didn't. Uh, so I just watched it and very extremely minor spoilers, uh, it the arc ends with them forming the, like, Justice League, uh-huh. basically, in their world, which is fine. Um, But it made me realize that, like, they are doing basically with the quote-unquote Arrowverse what um the Marvel movies did, and that makes me realize that all of the Marvel movies were just TV shows, actually. Yeah, they definitely
2: <laughs> were. <laughs> Uh, That's part of why I'm excited for those Disney Plus shows, because I think that the ideal way to adapt a comic book is not as a movie or even a series of movies, but as a TV show, because comic books are serialized.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I keep thinking about how everyone's like, oh, well, we couldn't do a good Superman uh, movie, or like, oh, DC's bad at movies and stuff, but, like, the DC Arrowverse, I mean, it's corny as shit, but it's pretty fun to watch. Yeah, I like those shows. Uh, Arrow (laughs) kind of sucks ass, but, like, Flash is good, Legends of Tomorrow is dumb but good. That's what they should be doing. Those are better than any of their movies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Everyone's gonna try to reach for the bigger thing. Like, games should just be really good games, but they're yeah. going to try to be movies. Yeah. yeah. And
2: it's it's so weird, because I feel... I, I think that there's a sense that the best uh, form of media is a live-action theatrical film. Yeah. And if you can get your thing that's from another medium adapted into that form, you've made it.
1: Yes, I think you're right.
2: And it's... That's... Like, we're getting a little bit where, like, actually prestige TV, I think, is is also uh, acceptable as, like, the best form. Mm. It still has to be live action, and it has to be on a <laughs> on a service that you pay extra money for. It can't be on <laughs> network TV or even basic cable. Yeah,
3: true.
2: <laughs> um, But, like, why? Like, Watchmen was a good comic book, it was a bad movie, and the TV show was fine, but had, had no reason to be Watchmen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I the reason I fell off of Watchmen is because it was an okay story, but I was like, yeah, but I want to watch Watchmen. Like, I want to, I want to read the story of Watchmen. So I just read the comic again. <laughs> <But> yeah, nothing <laughs> happens in it that's anything related to Watchmen in the TV show. Yeah,
2: it's but. it's just strange and like I it it became weird uh, when we had that whole like art games art thing happening in the early two thousands because like. They don't become art by being more like movies. Like Pac-Man yeah. is art, Pong is art, Asteroids is art.
0: I keep on thinking about. For sure, this definitely existed, but trying to imagine it now is so wild. Imagine somebody going into a movie theater, watching a movie, and be like,
1: mm, "Should be
0: more like books." <laughs>
1: I yeah. think they did do that. They I think that's more like stage plays, and that stage plays were high art, and movies were not. Yeah. Uh, I I think that, well, actually,
2: I think there's still a lot of people who are like, this should be more like books, especially <laughs> with adaptations of
0: books. I mean, that's true, yes. Now I I understand that feeling, but not like, this movie should have been more like this book, but rather, the genre of movies need to be more like books. Yeah. <laughs> like, a wild thing to say, but I'm certain people said it, and people say it now about video games and every other for- form of art...
2: Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. It's so weird. Uh, anyway, that's that's sort of like the headspace I've been in with all of the discourse this past week, is I don't want video games to be a different thing. I just want them to be
0: video games. Guys, yeah. I'm so close to finishing Persona 5. <laughs>
1: Now, that's kind of a complicated story. Is it paying off
0: for you? It is. There's a very good twist in it that I uh, I did kn- I did figure out ahead of time, but it's still- You know how, like, sometimes you read an Agatha Christie novel, and you're like, the killer was who? And, like, that's a fun feeling. Huh. And then sometimes you read an Agatha Christie novel, and then Poirot announces the killer, and you're like, I fucking knew it. Yeah. And that's a different satisfying feeling? Yes. Yeah. That <laughs> exactly. one. That's, that second one, I got that from this game, and that's very good. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I I, I uh, sort of related. Uh, when Christopher Nolan makes movies, he said he says that he goes for that feeling of, like, giving the audience the thing they didn't know they expected, yeah. which I think is, mm-hmm. is sort of what you're talking about a little bit, which I like a lot.
1: That's why yeah. classic tropes are, like, satisfying in movies, because, like, you, you kind of know what feeling you want to feel, and then it's able to give it to you. Like, there can be twists to the exact formula, but you kind of want that formula there.
0: Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's the, that's like, in a way, the most difficult piece of the art of telling stories is like, setting it up in such a way that a person is invested enough to bother trying to predict what's gonna happen and then either like rewarding their prediction or subverting it. Either yeah. way gives them a, a good feeling. Um, but the hard part is getting them to like believe your world and care about it enough to be like, okay, I can logically understand what happens next. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Uh, is it wiki time? It is. And yeah. I will like to say the title of this wiki got me so excited. And then the actualness of this wiki got me so unhappy. Yeah. Uh,
2: the title <laughs> of the wiki is armchair gm um but it is not a wiki about game mastering It is a wiki about being a general manager of a sports team god oh, damn shit. it <laughs> oh,
0: we could have talked so much about running a D campaign
1: <laughs> fuck
2: nope it is instead about people who are like i could run the san francisco 49ers way better <laughs>
1: Um, so, uh, the background I'm seeing is just plain blue. I don't know if you guys are seeing something different.
2: No, I just have
0: plain blue. (laughs) Yep, same.
1: And the headers and everything are in green. Armchair GM wiki. Welcome to the Armchair GM wiki. This wiki This wiki is a guide to all aspects of sports. Anyone can edit, so feel free to edit what you see fit. Uh, 12,188 articles since September 2010.
2: Um, There is a poll on the side that has been active since December of 2012. (laughs) And the (laughs) question is, which team is the best in the NFL right now? And the choices seem insane to me, uh, except for one of them. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, Atlanta Falcons, Houston Texans, when were they good? Uh, (laughs) New England Patriots... Denver Broncos, and Baltimore Ravens. Like, the Patriots have been good for 25 years, or whatever. The rest of these teams, it's so weird to think that, yeah, eight years ago, they were as good as the Patriots.
0: I just doubled the number of votes for the Baltimore Ravens, you guys, just (laughs) so you know. Yeah, get
1: them. See, you say this is strange to you, Jeff, but I knowing nothing about the NFL. Like, any of this can be true. Houston Texans, yeah. if you tell me, oh, they're actually the best team of 2019, I would have been like, okay, sure they were. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you could pull five, six sports teams out of a hat and be like, these six. Yeah, just, like, yeah, can you believe
1: it? The they're the best. I'm like, okay, yep. <laughs> sure they are. Is Tom Brady still playing? Oh
2: yeah, he moved he to the Buccaneers. I don't
1: know how
3: that works. No one cares. That's
2: no one so cares. weird. He's 42 years old. He should not be a professional football player no, anymore. No one cares about this.
1: <laughs> uh, so, I don't know when this is updated, but the top thing is, in honor of the holiday season, <laughs> there's 12 days of sports.
2: I guess the Christmas 2012 holiday season, if we're going by the
0: poll. Uh, I'm looking at the history of this page. The last time it was updated is December two 2000- thousand. 2012. Yes. yeah
3: oh, wow. okay.
2: <laughs> uh, I like this 12 days of Christmas here uh, because day nine is sexy male athletes, which comes before day ten, sexy female
0: athletes. I also so like flipped that flipped it up t- on you. I like that day 12 teams is was not filled out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so you have a this is like a video game where you have an exact timeline on this journal <laughs> for where this yeah. person died. <laughs> Ooh yeah. <laughs> We've got this.
2: We've got this environmental storytelling of this wiki. Yeah. Uh, my favorite on this list is Day Four hockey players, and then in parentheses, goons and pests.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is that all? Is,
0: is that the maker of this uh, wiki uh, editorializing about their feelings about hockey players? Or uh,
2: I think a goon is a person in hockey who starts fights or is good at fighting. Uh huh. Um. I don't know about a pest, but I clicked through the article. And oh, it's has a John, big...
0: John Leguizamo.
2: Yeah, it's him. Uh, it has a big title graphic that says "Jerks on
0: Ice: colon, Goons and Pests." I don't know what that means. That's fine. Uh, I clicked on "Sexiest Male Athletes," of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, who do we got?
1: Is Tom Brady on there? I feel like he usually. Do you comes think up in this
0: was? Do you think this list was made before we all were aware that Ryan Lochte sucked shit? <laughs> Well, uh,
1: it's yeah, been in probably. 2012. I don't remember what happened back then. Uh, when, Tom
2: Brady is on here, Louisa. Oh yeah, it
1: makes sense.
0: When was he arrested for being, like, the most racist person in Mexico? Um,
1: I don't remember. Lock
0: to
2: enter. Uh, probably, like, 2014 or something, right? Okay.
0: Well, then I'll give this a pass if this person died in 2012. They didn't know 20- uh, 20,
2: yeah, 2016 was when. Uh, it was at the 2016 Olympics, duh.
0: That was in- huh. Was that Brazil. in Brazil? Yeah. yeah, there was another thing before that in Mexico. I was uh-huh. unless I'm thinking of a different swimmer. Anyway, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, people who are professional swimmers are probably all bastards, right?
1: What about, what's yeah. his name that everyone loves so much? Uh, who got high?
0: <laughs> yeah, weed guy.
1: Are we okay with uh, him?
0: Michael uh, Phelps. Phelps. I don't know, he seems like a real creep. I guess, like, he doesn't seem like a bad guy, but he definitely seems creepy to in a way that I don't know that I can <laughs> completely put my finger on.
2: Yeah. This picture of Ryan Lochte really sucks.
0: Yes, it does. Everything about this, like, he, I'm surprised, obviously, this is like hindsight, but I'm surprised that anyone could have looked at this picture of him and not been like, oh, this guy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> this, this guy's like, going to turn out to be a racist.
2: You look at the other, like, David Beckham is right below him, and he knows how to pose for a picture.
0: Yep. yep. Uh can I say I don't know who most of these men are? This picture of Cam Newton is genuinely the most handsome thing on this page. <laughs> yeah, like, that
2: was the other one I was going to bring up because like, like he smiling, looks so personable. He looks personable. I want to hug him. <laughs> <laughs> he somehow has on skin-tight cargo
0: shorts.
1: Yeah, yeah and he's wearing a skin-tight henley shirt. <laughs> he's he's wearing
0: like a bohemian half-buttoned up shirt that uh, it looks sexy as hell.
1: I'm not going to lie. I'm <laughs> you not know what? Per- he looks exactly like he's a video game character. <laughs> like, yes, he's <laughs> dressed as Nathan Drake. Like, every part of all his clothes are like, what could be the most sexiest way to do this for clothes? Yeah. Like, no, one wear clothes a, like this.
3: <laughs>
2: like, they just put a texture on a nude human <laughs> model.
0: <laughs> yes, that's true. I also want to say, and I don't want to get too blue here, but I'm very surprised by how many of these pictures very prominently fi- fi- uh, feature these men's dicks. Yeah. Like,
3: yeah.
0: holy shit, this picture of Chris Humphreys, you can see everything. <laughs>
2: I was just going to bring that picture up because he's wearing a denim bikini bottom. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the thing is, (laughs) holy shit, you can see his dick. I think a lot of these athletes get uh, sort of hustled with uh, magazine shoots because they get famous for being an athlete. They don't know anything about anything, probably. The ones who are really successful athletes, that's their whole life. They don't know anything about anything else in the world. And then they go to Vogue or wherever, and Vogue's like, you're going to put on this denim bikini and you're going to lean up against this weird chair. (laughs)
0: Okay, guys, I need to very quickly say this because I hate it when I listen to podcasts and someone doesn't say this. I'm reminding you that you can find this on armchairgm.fandom.com and clicking on the uh, Day 9 uh, Sexiest Male Athletes to find this picture because I'm the more I look at it, the crazier this picture is. He is wearing <laughs> denim bikini bottoms a zip-up, like, ski jacket that's zipped halfway down, some kind of necklace, like, choker necklace with, like, a bottle opener on it, maybe, and half of his face is, like, Ziggy Stardust face paint.
1: (laughs) Yes. What the fuck is this picture? Also, you could see his whole dick. (laughs) (laughs) And he... I think he's supposed to be lying on, like, a, a beach lounge chair, but it looks yeah. more like that beach lounge chair is up against the wall and he's leaning yeah. against it so yes. that his muscles don't get flat or something.
2: Yes. I, it looks to me like they photoshopped in the beach chair afterwards. <laughs> like, if you look at his legs, yeah. they're clearly not touching a beach chair. <laughs>
0: Yes, I strongly agree. Also, this picture is in black and white, so it's kind of hard to tell, but he looks wet in a way that I can't put my finger on. Yeah,
2: that's true. Uh, Um, I want to draw our attention to the pole at the bottom, which has... Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. I want to do that, too, but I cannot move on until I say this. This picture of him, what's his name again? Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys. So, I've been talking a lot about his dick, and I apologize, but it's very prominent in this picture, and I feel like when you are about to have a picture taken that highlights your dick, like, somebody's supposed to tell you, like, hey, position your dick in such a way so that it's, like, all in a line, <laughs> and not, like, mashed up. <laughs> like, his dick
1: is all curved up on itself and squashed, it looks so weird. Yeah. They That's might have not a good look. They might have added that in uh, post also. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, shadows and stuff.
2: Yeah, this guy <laughs> yeah. has this guy has an additional claim to fame aside from being a sports guy, which is that he used to be married to Kim Kardashian.
0: Fine.
2: <laughs> uh, so I imagine that they would uh, go the extra mile for pictures and, of his dick.
0: And given that Wait, is she the one that's married to Kanye, Kanye West now? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Given that she's still married to Kanye West, we know she loves huge dicks. Am I right? Oh, ah, get him, yeah. get his ass. He sucks. Okay, <laughs> now we can talk about our sports. What is your what sport yeah. movie is your guiltiest plush? And then it
2: lists all the men on this page.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is so good. I voted for Cam Newton. This person copy and pasted their poll from their previous day and didn't change the text at the top at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, sports
2: movies was day eight. I want to go see what those are.
0: Uh yeah, I'm gonna vote for Cam Newton as well. I'm not attracted to men, but I would I would probably kiss Cam Newton from this picture if he asked me to. Yeah, sure. I <laughs> if there was think... an
1: elaborate setup of which you had to kiss Cam Newton, yeah. you would. Okay. I yeah, guess space... crazy Cam <laughs> space crazy? aliens are forcing
2: you to. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like you want to, but you have to because of the space aliens. Yep. (laughs) I I mean, it's inappropriate. (laughs) You're his captain, and he's your uh, communications officer.
0: (laughs) So saucy. I stumbled across... I don't remember how long ago it was, but I stumbled across something on the internet that made me laugh so hard, which is... Are you guys familiar with the fetish of, um... I forget what it's called. Like, guys... Daydreaming about women forcing them to be gay. Yeah, forced
1: Uh, uh, forced fem fem. Yeah, forced feminization is part of it. Yeah, but like separate. I think it's
0: like I guess it's forced homosexuality. Anyway, that is a hilarious fetish. Like if that's what you're into, (laughs) that's totally fine. But I love the idea that you're like I want to be gay so bad, but I need a woman to tell me that that's what I have to do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fellas, is it gay if a lady tells you to?
0: I love it. I love it because like I I don't know, like I feel like there's so many convoluted fetishes out there, and I feel like that one is so turned in on itself that it's almost like beautiful.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's a thing where the thing you like is that someone else likes that you're doing this thing you don't like.
0: Yeah, it's so but, complicated. But the fact that you are imagining that other person who likes the thing. Yes. It's <laughs> so good.
2: Yeah, it's an additional layer.
0: <laughs> oh, you have to make up a pretend woman who gets turned on
1: by you kissing a dude. <laughs> this is like all those "my yeah. brother, my brother, and me" thing questions that are on Yahoo that are like, "How can I get my friends to tickle me? I don't want them to, but how can I trick them into doing it?" <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh man, <sighs> it's it's like it's kind of gross, but also kind of. I don't know for some reason, it fills me with hope for humanity, <laughs> like the the okay. level of, the level of ingenuity that we can get to to achieve our goals mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know anyway, sports movies
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I went over movies. to the sports movies and Good. i um the page is really good. There's a section for uh like clips from each of the movies except for Little Giants which just has a link to a video titled Little Giants full movie HD.
3: Nice.
2: <laughs> uh but then when you click through it's uh it's been taken down from YouTube.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh I voted for Space Jam that is of course my sports movie guilty pleasure because it is a bad movie that is fun to watch. I
0: don't know I about think I this might list. go with Karate Kid. That's such that, a good I movie. I think that's
2: a genuinely
0: good movie. I don't feel guilty about that. You know
1: what? Yeah, is, is it's it genuinely it's good, pretty, good movie. It's pretty racist. Is yeah, the only true.
0: reason I feel guilty mm. about it. Go on, sorry, Louisa.
1: Oh, the another very good sports movie is Rocky, which is not on this list. Rocky Four <laughs> is on this list, but there are no other Rockys.
2: Yeah. I think that because it has to be one that you feel a little guilty about.
1: I guess. I mean, I guess Rocky did win some Oscars. At least one Oscar, so.
2: Yeah, Rocky yeah. is a genuinely good movie.
0: <laughs> I've never watched it. Is Okay, I'm trying to figure out how many of these sports movies are deeply problematic. Uh-huh, like, probably a lot of them? Ladybugs, for sure. Yes. I can't believe it's even on this list. Karate Kid, probably. Wild Thing, I think so. Wait, is that... Wait,
2: the fan
0: seems weird to
2: have on here because I'm pretty sure it's about a guy who tries to murder a sports guy because
1: yeah. he's just
0: such a big fan of him.
1: I think you're right, Matt. You're getting confused because the clip yeah, is that wild is thing
0: titled Wild Thing, but yeah. Major League is the name of the movie. That's what I was thinking of, and I'm pretty sure that there's a sexual assault in that movie, so that's not good. Yeah. Uh, varsity Blues probably sucks, right? I've seen it; it does kind of suck. <laughs> that is true. Does is it problematic? I guess is the real question.
1: Yes, not in any of its major themes, but generally yes.
0: Okay. So, like, I guess what I'm saying is Little Space Giants... Jam? Oh.
1: ...is the only one that doesn't
0: have any issues of...
1: Doesn't it? Because if it's about a ragtag band of kids, they're definitely oh, all they're- racial and sexual, sexual yeah. and otherwise stereotypes, right?
0: Yeah, there's uh, definitely a token black kid in this movie, I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah, Little Giants is the same thing as, um...
1: Bad News Bears, also not on the list?
2: The Sam Lot.
1: Oh, also not on the list? Uh,
2: Oh yeah, I guess it's the Sam Lot plus Bad News Bears, but they're playing football instead. Uh, It's nice to see Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill get work, though. (laughs)
0: Okay. (laughs) I don't know about Ed O'Neill, but I'm definitely in favor of Rick Moranis. How is Major League winning this poll? Because people have heard of it? (laughs) There are zero yeah. votes for Karate Kid. All right, I'm voting for Karate Kid. It's my problematic fave.
1: Mm, okay, I'm gonna vote for Space Jam, which I haven't seen. What? Why? <laughs> because Jeff already did lo- that. Looks fun. Well, now it's winning. Yeah. So there.
2: <laughs> my I, I love Space Jam because it's very clear that they wanted to make a live action Looney Tunes and a biopic of Michael Jordan starring Michael Jordan, and for some reason they decided to make those the same movie based <laughs> on a on a Gatorade commercial.
0: Yes. It, it's a fine idea for a movie, and it it was done very well. No, it's a bad idea for a movie that was done barely adequately. <laughs> no,
1: I'm hearing a lot of different um, opinions here.
0: <laughs> guys, I'm now realizing that there's a poll like this at the bottom of every one of these 11 days of Christmas, oh, and yeah. we need to vote in all of them, that so we gotta true. get moving. Oh, shit, oh my players. Players. Mm. soccer oh. players. Soccer players. Who have, have I heard of? He-
1: Pele, is he on there?
0: Uh, Is this all-time or is this
1: current? That's the problem.
2: I have only heard of two of these female athletes, and one of them, just because she was in a Star (laughs) Wars...
0: You're skipping around. Yeah, we were, we're gonna we were get doing
2: there. soccer players. Okay, cool. Yeah, sorry, soccer <gasps> players. Cristiano
0: You're... Ronaldo. I've heard of him. Yeah, so I'm that's gonna vote the only one I've heard of as
1: well. I heard honestly.
2: of I, I heard of him because he was on the uh, sexy male athletes. Oh page. yes, that's why
0: I know him.
1: <laughs> no, I have heard of him otherwise, but uh, I don't I'm know anything about his playing.
0: I'm gonna vote based entirely on who looks like the nicest person in the picture next to their thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, oh, I'm, I'm throwing one to John Terry. He looks yeah. like he needs it.
1: <laughs> his uh. Picture is like a meme of someone who's depressed, where he's got his yeah. hand to his head and he's He does frowning. look
0: very sad. He's the front runner right now. Oh no, Emmanuel Adibayor, Adibayor. I don't know. Oh
2: no, I'm not voting for John Terry. He's a pedophile, it turns out, and a oh, racist.
3: God.
0: Okay, I'm going to vote for Emmanuel uh, Adebayor. He looks so nice. He's just happy, putting it, giving a thumbs up. I like his smile. Okay. Mm. Yeah.
2: That's him. Oh yeah, he caused he caused a uh, soccer hooligan riot because uh, he celebrated scoring against Arsenal in front of Arsenal. So I like him.
0: <laughs> this is Emmanuel Adebayor. Yeah. Okay, yep, alright, I'm voting for him. He's the best.
2: Yeah, he got traded all from right. Arsenal to a different team, and then uh, celebrated scoring against his old team, and it made all those people mad. I like him, too, I'm voting for him. <laughs> you do have to make sure you at least get the paragraph for... Uh, <laughs> the phrase. The,
0: yeah, <laughs> the phrase slept with, and <laughs> see... Oh, man. I can't... Why would you put these people on this list if they... Uh, I guess they are supposed to be ones that you you guiltily like, not just ones you like. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: I guess. I don't know why you would still like someone who's known on the field as being, quote, racist and, quote, master of the dark arts.
0: Uh, <laughs> wait, like, wait like, I, really Louis, like, I really like one of those. This is Luis Suarez. What does Master of the Dark Arts mean? Because if he could do soccer magic, I might be into that.
2: (sighs) What if he only does racist soccer magic?
0: Oh, yeah,
1: that's true.
2: Uh, I do like Zlatan Ibrahimovic because of his name.
1: Yeah, but look how mad he looks. He does look mad. Luis Suarez was uh, suspended for biting an opponent once.
2: yeah yeah. all these
0: guys suck (laughs) yeah
1: they do that's the point right
0: definitely the only thing you can say against Emmanuel Adebayor from this paragraph seems to be he's a little bit cocky and he loves pissing off his fans and I like both of those things (laughs) yeah those are good
1: (laughs) yeah that's pretty good
0: okay Uh have we all voted on soccer players yes yes Okay, baseball players, here we go. The most hated baseball players... Of 2012,
1: (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh,
2: A.J. Pierzynski... I don't know him. Ooh, Barry Bonds. I
1: don't either, but that picture of him, which is clearly like a self-taken, not a selfie, but a friend-taken photo in a bar an with other, a flash, where he's wasted, and he's next to a woman who's wasted, and they're drinking shots. <laughs> they look yeah. like real shitheads.
0: Yeah, they, it looks like every picture of the people you hated in college on their Facebook. Yeah. Uh,
1: oh, Barry Bonds. Oh, yeah. man.
0: There's
2: some real douchebags on here. I love it.
1: Alex yeah. Rodriguez, Jose Canseco.
2: Yeah. Uh, Jose Canseco is an extremely funny figure who's a huge asshole. Yeah. uh, Because he tried to start a video game company in Boston, and they made, uh, like, half of one game. Like, they released a game that was clearly supposed to be part one, and then went hugely bankrupt. (laughs) uh, Because I think Massachusetts ended the tax credit program for video game companies that he was exploiting.
1: Damn. (sighs) Uh, Rafael Palmeiro, I do not know who that is.
2: Uh he didn't
0: use steroids apparently. Uh he's m- he's my current front runner for my favorite one on this list. Because, because he because testified
1: that he didn't take steroids but then he did take steroids. Yes, that's extremely good. <laughs> also, look at his mustache. <laughs> it is a good mustache. Yeah. Uh
0: I Sammy also Sosa's like that he's the here? only one in this list. Sorry. No, I was just
2: saying Sammy Sosa's up here. Go ahead.
0: I also like that he's the only one in this list in a suit and tie in his picture. Everyone else looks like a college shit shithead. But he's like, a lawyer. <laughs> that's very funny. That's probably to me. him
1: testifying about how he didn't take yeah, the steroids. <laughs> I know. Isn't that great?
2: <laughs> I think that's very funny. Ooh, I kinda uh I scrolled down to John Rocker and his quote is, yeah, of course I was using. I mean who wasn't? Let's be honest here. Who wasn't? <laughs> yeah, I like, like that except for the fact that he's a huge racist. Yeah, the rest of yeah. his list is bad. <laughs> he has t shirts on his website that just say, speak English. Oof, John Rocker. Oof. Yikes. Uh, Mark McGuire's uh, section just says steroids, steroids, steroids this stuff is getting old
0: Yeah, but his terrible performance on The Simpsons rules him out for me
2: I'm voting for Pete Uh Rose Uh
1: Yeah, Pete Rose is a choice (laughs) Uh,
2: Because he the bad thing he did was betting on baseball and who cares
0: Yeah, well in the same way I feel like if Raphael Palmiera wants to take steroids and then lie to Congress that's very funny to me (laughs)
1: He's doing it as a prank. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm voting just for a gag
0: Palmiero. Um,
2: and all of these other guys are, like, pretty sure that they probably got in trouble for punching someone in the face and couldn't defend themselves. Pete Rose, I don't know for sure that he punched someone in the face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's about the best you can do a lot of times with sports figures. Um, I guess I'm going to vote for Roger Clemens because he was on The Simpsons that one time.
0: I do like that he throw a, threw a broken bat at Mike Piazza. That's very funny. <laughs> I think Mike Piazza was his teammate at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not great. Well, that's fine.
1: Oh, um, Pete Rose is winning, though.
0: Yeah. I uh,
2: I think most of these
0: guys have been on The Simpsons, Louisa.
1: I know, but Roger Clemens was in the good episode of The Simpsons about baseball. So
0: was Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds.
1: Yeah, but... Yeah, but...
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't like baseball players that are all douchebags because their sport doesn't actually require them to be, uh, I don't know, really that good? What, for baseball? Like, they don't have to be particularly athletic to play baseball. They just have to have big arms to swing the bat real good. That's
0: true. Uh, I mean, they could all murder me instantly. Like, just by running fast, I would be <laughs> no. trying to keep up and die. Wouldn't so it be I'm crazy gonna...
1: if aliens came down and said they all had to murder you?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wouldn't it be terrible if that had to happen?
2: Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> know.
1: While aliens I was making... insist on it. <laughs>
0: While I was making out with Cam Newton.
1: is that the guy? Was yes. that his name? Yeah. Yes. Okay.
2: That's his name. Uh, tennis players are next, and I already know who I'm voting for. I
0: like that they had to put golfers and tennis players together, because no one gives a shit about either sport.
2: Oh, man, there's one vote on the poll, and it's for Tiger Woods.
0: Mm. Uh, okay, so John Daly... Is there anything problematic about him, or was he just drunk all the time? Because that's pretty funny. Uh,
2: and Arnold Palmer with vodka is a John Daly.
0: That's extremely (laughs) funny. I like that.
2: I like that a lot. Uh, yeah, he seems pretty good. He's just like a a big fat party animal.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I feel hesitant, because with a guy like that, you're always, like, one sentence away from them saying something horrible. Yeah, yeah,
2: and then tragically in
0: 1992, etc., (laughs) etc. I I really love drinking, don't we all agree? Yeah, John Daly, and don't we also agree that white people are the master race? God damn it, John Daly, no! I'm definitely clipping
2: that out of the show and selling it as a ringtone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just gonna Google real quick if he did anything bad. Problematic.
1: You're gonna get so much static on that search result, though, because it seems like everything he does is bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I voted for John
2: McEnroe because of his famous tennis flip-out.
1: Yeah, and he's actually had a good sense of humor about that since then. Yeah, he did a lot of commercials
2: where he recreates that tennis (laughs) flip-out.
1: Yep.
0: Isn't he extremely, extremely misogynistic, though?
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: I thought he was um, like the one he who He was wasn't the, the Battle of
1: the Sexes one, if that's what you're thinking.
0: No, but I mean that guy also was misogynistic, but right. I thought John McEnroe was extremely misogynistic. Oh.
2: Probably. Who isn't though, in terms of sports stars?
1: Um, uh I guess I'm really uh, uh, excited.
0: He's, he's married to Patty Smith. I don't know who that is, but uh, Oh the, the 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 punk rock singer? Oh no, it looks like it's a different
2: Patty Smith. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was gonna say <laughs> but I But she's so.
2: also a rock musician.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna vote for John Daly because I think he looks like a fun, fun dude.
1: I voted for Andre Agassi because I remember when he used to do commercials. Yep. Yeah, I. John McEnroe got my
2: vote, and I will never be canceled for this. <laughs> 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 All right, next hockey players, yeah, and Pests, and
0: Here we go. Is gritty on this list? <laughs> <laughs> now he didn't not. exist
1: in 2012. <laughs> God no, damn we, it. Didn't,
2: we just didn't discover him in the ruins of the that's spectrum true. yet.
1: Yeah, that's true. Oh yes.
2: I don't know any of these guys.
0: Yeah, they don't have... These ones don't have lists of why they're problematic, which makes I'm voting for
2: Milan Lushik based on his name, though.
0: Yeah, in the same way, I like... I, maybe Matt Cook, because I thought his name was Matt Cookie for a second.
2: <laughs> why not Jordan Tutu, then?
0: Oh, that is good. Uh, suspended uh, for two games.
2: Do we want to skip random pages this episode
0: so that we can do all of these polls? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Jordan Tutu, you're right, that name is too good. But, okay, uh, I feel I like I'm
1: going on nothing. It's like trying to vote for the, uh, uh, the comptroller small, of your small town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. I guess I'm voting for Daniel Carcillo because he doesn't have any votes yet. Here we go.
0: Alright. Yeah, he needs it most. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Oh man, this guy got really lazy because the next one, NBA basketball players also doesn't have any like description, it's just pictures although at least uh, these are pictures of their faces and not like crane shots yeah, have I heard I've, heard of of,
2: I've heard of Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Garnett Kobe Bryant, Chris Humphreys because he was on the other page and was married to Kim Kardashian <laughs>
0: You saw his whole dick, you know him better than anyone else on earth
2: I've heard of LeBron James and Metta World Peace who I think has a different name now
1: Tony Parker was he married to someone? I feel like I've heard that name.
0: Parker Posey. Oh, there we go. That's how it works. Uh, yeah, Jeopardy style. You have to yeah, link yeah, them together. Before and after marriages. <laughs> um, so uh, LeBron James did the like extremely good work helping kids with charities, right? Was he the one? I
1: don't remember. Probably he the, he's going to be in Space in Jam space too. Jam? Okay, there we go. I, I think that I'm awesome going to have
0: to someone. vote for. I'm going to hold on. LeBron James charity work. Kobe Bryant uh,
1: died. Do people feel sorry for him because I don't?
2: Uh yeah, people I mean, feel sorry for him because they ignore the fact that he pled guilty to rape uh in a case yeah. once.
0: Yeah, that's certainly not good. I do, I do feel. I bad feel bad for, for his uh, family. That yeah, they that's don't what have I was. That's anymore. what I was trying to say. I feel bad for his family. Yeah, for sure. But, I feel bad that his
2: daughter died very much because uh, yes. she was like fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: Uh. uh yes. So LeBron James has. Uh, donated a huge, a massive amount of money to the Boys and Girls Clubs of America, After School All Stars, the Children's Defense Fund, Gabriel's Angel Fo- Foundation, which I don't know. So he's done like <clears throat> he's donated almost half of his salary to helping kids. So I'm definitely voting for LeBron James.
2: Uh, I'm yeah. voting for Kevin Garnett because he played himself in Uncut Gems, which uh, I thought was very fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Toby oh, oh still he's- winning. Damn.
2: He's six feet, 11 inches tall. That's so big. Yep. Yes. NFL football players. Damn it. All right. <laughs> this is going to be the tough one. Yeah. Um, How many oh, my God. Want? Day seven is convicted athletes. Jesus oh, Christ.
1: No. I don't yeah. like this Well, we knew what
0: we were getting into.
2: Yeah, um, I do. Oh like- my God, the picture of Michael Vick—he's holding a
0: dog. I know, I don't like that. <laughs> dog, but- <laughs> yeah, we cannot. Oh, Jesus.
2: We cannot.
0: I don't know anything about Jay Cutler, but he looks extremely sad in this picture. <laughs> the I
1: right, feel Tim bad for these because because uh, they've all done terrible things. and I don't know what they are.
2: Uh, Ray Lewis is a murderer. <laughs> um, ben Roethlisberger, I think, also is a murderer and did a sex crime. Um Randy Moss I think is just a dickhead. I don't think that he's actually done any crimes, so I might feel okay voting for him. Randy Moss crimes. Uh I think I'm gonna misdemeanor have to- for marijuana and uh he got caught with a gun.
1: I think you're gonna have to abstain, because when we're talking about soccer players who made fans angry, I'm all for it. But when we're talking about people who ruined other people's lives and, uh...
2: <laughs> or ended them?
1: Yeah, I'm not great at that.
2: Oh, uh, nope, Randy Moss hits his girlfriends. Can't vote for him.
0: <sighs> let's, I'm Scott, talk- is it gonna have to be Tim Tebow?
1: Let's all agree to skip this one?
0: Yeah, f- the NFL is bad, and the people who play in it are largely bad. Can we all agree on that? Yes, yes, I agree on that. Okay, then moving on to convicted
1: athletes. <laughs> is this <gonna> be <laughs> is, is Pete, Pete Rose on this one? Because I might be agreeing yes, on that <laughs> Pete Rose is on this one.
2: I am um, uh, actually going to vote for Indomicon Sue on the uh, f- football one because he hasn't done any crimes according to his Wikipedia page. What?
0: I also looked at that Ray Cutler guy, and his Wikipedia page does not have any crimes on it, so that's weird. Jay Cutler? Jay Cutler,
2: whatever his name is. Yeah, couldn't even remember it. Uh, nope. Let's see, convicted athletes, who do we got?
0: Okay, some of these are convicted for crimes that I do not care about. Yeah, so, like, I don't Toxivation, care about- Tox fine. Coke possession, who cares? Perjury, probably fine.
1: <laughs> is it? I, mean, I don't depends know, it depends, on depends on the on case, what- Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, and that's the only female athlete on the list. Yeah, I'm gonna look her up and see what she perjured herself about.
2: Yeah, cause if she just, like, didn't snitch on someone who did a crime, like, burning a police car or something, mm-hmm. that's cool as hell.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um. She spent six it-
0: months in prison for it. Damn. Uh, she lied about drugs. Okay. Okay, like, yeah, that's fine. Who cares? I'm, I'm trying to figure out the specifics.
2: Uh. Uh, yeah, she used performance-enhancing drugs, um, and check fraud.
1: Check fraud is kind she, of cool, isn't it? That's like yeah, a catch yeah, if you can.
0: She is, yeah. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I might vote for Marion Jones on this one. You guys. Okay, she floated
2: bad checks, and her perjury charge was uh, lying that she had never taken performance-enhancing drugs. She gets my vote. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty she, great.
1: She
0: seems cool.
2: <laughs> uh, the runner-ups are definitely Pete Rose and Daryl Strawberry, who did crimes that I don't care about.
1: Yes, a lot of them are drug-related in a way that I don't care about. One of them is smuggling cocaine,
2: and that's crazy. All- wow, Marion Jones is winning now, thanks to us. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: All that has to mean, smuggling cocaine, is that this guy was on the road for sports, and he accidentally got caught with his cocaine between yeah. cities, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, he
2: probably like, got caught in Vancouver yeah. at, an, at an away game.
1: Yeah.
0: Alright, we already voted on sports movies, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, what's next? Uh, We did sexy Sexy male male athletes. athletes. Sexy female athletes. We have to do that. Is
1: Anna Kortokova on here?
2: She's not. The only two I've heard of on here are Gina Carano and Danica Patrick.
0: Gina Carano's an MMA fighter, okay. Yeah, I'm voting for
2: Gina Carano because I liked her in that Star Wars she was in.
0: (laughs) Cyclist, golfer, softball, surfer, field hockey. I don't know who any of these people are. I've heard of Danica Patrick.
2: Did you watch The Mandalorian? No. Okay, Gina Carano is in it, and she delivers the only adequate acting performance from an MMA fighter in the history of cinema.
1: (laughs) Did Danica Patrick do something terrible more recently? Because I remember when she was a pioneer, and that was cool, but I thought she said something bad. Didn't she
0: do a bunch of commercials where she was like super duper sexualized and everyone criticized her for that and it's like well that's com- that's being a woman in commercials so it's not really her fault yes go
1: daddy for those commercials yeah
0: that's right uh I that's think a gonna- bad name for a company yeah. yeah it's true i think i'm gonna vote for elisa de DeFran- francisca because fencing is cool
2: Oh my god, Danica Patrick, in the year that this poll was posted, played herself in a Sonic the Hedgehog racing <laughs> video game.
0: <What? laughs> she's She's in Sonic and All-Stars no. Racing did Transformed. You, did you already vote, Jeff? And if so, do you regret your vote now? Uh, I
2: don't regret my vote because I really mm. would like Gina Carano to rip my head off and throw it in the
0: sewer. <laughs> All right, I'm voting for Elisa Francesca uh, I guess I'm voting she, for
1: Danica Patrick. I might regret, regret that. Regret.
0: She plays former Rebel Alliance Special
2: Forces, and that is cool. Yeah, you keep on telling us. We still don't care. <laughs> I want the audience to know. Okay. All right, oh, now this boy. one
0: might be fun. Yeah. Uh, obscure Sports. I wonder how many of these I've watched. I've watched rodeos. Curling, I kind of uh, like.
1: That's really curling bizarre. Curling is
0: fun to watch. Yes, figure skating is fucking incredible. True. Uh, I don't feel guilty about that at all, though. I think figure skaters are maybe the best athletes mm. on earth.
2: Uh, Red Bull stunts is on here.
0: <laughs> that's oh <my>
1: just <laughs> that's just getting on something with wheels and driving off a ramp into the ocean, isn't it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> just getting on something with wheels and then destroying your balls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm voting for competitive eating. No, <laughs> actually, I'm mo- I'm morally opposed to that. I'm voting for
0: curling, which I genuinely like to watch. Yeah, if we're picking things we genuinely like to watch, I think I might do figure skating.
1: Yeah, I think so as well. That's the one I most like, because I love figuring out which song they're going to choose. When you see their, uh, them come out in their costumes, you're like, what song could this Do you be? guys ever think
0: about how sad it is that all poker players are douchebags? Because I like to watch poker in terms of, like, understanding the game yeah. gamesmanship behind it. But it's insufferable to watch these absolute dicks think they're the coolest people on Earth.
1: What about Jennifer yeah. Tilly? She said something problematic since she was a poker star.
0: She
2: was in the Chucky movies. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Okay. That's not depends I guess on
1: here.
0: Who, Depends on who you're rooting for, Louisa. Because if you're of the... pro-Chucky, then she she is the enemy. No, she no, loves Chucky. No, she's Chucky's, Chucky's
2: girlfriend. Oh, she's the
0: she's pro-Chucky. Okay, <laughs> She's well, then, the yeah. bride of Chucky. Okay, cool.
1: <laughs> but uh, she was in the poker scene, remember? And she was real wow. good. She was better than people thought. People were like, well, she's just an actress. But she was really good at it, but I don't know if she's turned into a terrible person since. Or maybe she always was, and it's come out since.
2: I think that if you are a poker player who's famous for something else, that doesn't count as you being a poker player. Okay. So all of the people who are poker players and are only famous for that, uh, they are in a Venn diagram with pickup artists that is yes. fully a circle.
1: Yes, agreed. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yes. I'm voting for figure skating because I genuinely like it.
2: Yes, yeah, I also voted job. for figure skating. It's so good.
1: Alright, we did it. We did the 12. Well, yeah, we're
2: done We're done with this episode because I'm so hungry for lunch. <laughs> yes, it's true. Um,
1: I'd I just like to say the featured article is Dwayne Wade, who I know is a basketball player. There's a picture of him. But when people first started mentioning it, him, when he first started to get big, I thought it was a joke because Dwayne Wayne was a character yes. on <laughs> uh, different
0: a Different World. world. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he had the, the coolest sunglasses. The <laughs> Coolest is
1: an interesting word to use for that.
0: <laughs> In the early 90s when that show was on and I watched it, I was like, this is the coolest man. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Uh, Okay. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this show. Uh, Please rate and review us on iTunes. And please check out this picture of this guy's dick (laughs) on this website. Because it's so funny. I'm going back to it again because it's so funny.
2: It is safe for work, though, don't worry.
0: It is, yes. You cannot literally see his dick, but you can well, actually see his dick.
1: What you're saying is true, but you say saying it is safe for work. If your boss caught you looking at this <laughs> on your computer, I don't know how that would go down. <laughs>
0: if you make this the best house, the wallpaper on your work computer, please let me know how that goes for you, because I'm genuinely curious. Okay, yeah. if you want to get in touch with us, you can, oh, did I say right to review us on iTunes? Tell your friends about us? Please do those things. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod, uh, and you can find me, if you want to join our Discord, so that you can talk to us directly, you can message any of us, and I'm on Mastodon at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online. I moved.
2: Yeah, you can find me, Mastodon.social slash at JK.
0: Yeah, bash uh, the fash.
2: Yeah, get them. Uh, Jeff JK also at Snapchat and Instagram. Uh, Mastodon.cloud crashes too much and doesn't kick Nazis off their site, so yep. I switched.
1: Pretty good. You can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Alright guys, well thank you very much for listening. Please come back next time, but in the
0: meantime, here's another one for you, Claus Bloor.
2: Muscle, muscle, hustle, hustle. Do
3: your job!